Hello all to the In Reality Podcast. I am Omar Torres. I am Dominic Maldonado. And uh, today we have a very special movie to talk about. Uh, Why don't you go ahead and introduce it, Dom? Oh, thanks, old man. We have Chef. That's right. Chef. One word. French, likely of origin. Uh, 2014, which was written, produced, directed by Jon Favreau, which uh, seems like a very, very busy job, Omar. So how how the hell did he ever get this done? And acted. He also acted. Um... Uh, how did he get it done? That's a question for somebody who is way more skilled than I am. <laughs> <laughs> who has collected all those checks before. Yeah, yeah, some nice hefty checks that I hope to receive later on in life. But, Hells uh, yeah, in reality. <laughs> in reality, right. Um, so yeah, so Chef is a movie about a man who is the head chef at a restaurant and uh, he comes into some circumstances where he loses his position as head chef the nice way to say it is they just had creative differences yeah that's how I've been explaining all of my breakups (laughs) professional personal spiritual whatever creative differences yeah but you're you're creative differences other was not dustin hoffman well no <laughs> me, no me and dusty go way back no no we've been cool since like the graduate man <laughs> it's, it's a he's long closer time. to me than you know the fuckers <laughs> right yeah dustin hoffman um plays the uh the boss of the restaurant that uh john favreau works at uh and then he gets released and he has to decide where is he going to work now what is he going to do so naturally his uh ex-wife ex-wife um estranged wife i kind of don't remember yeah it's crazy when you can like be exes but still friends enough that (laughs) that shit just kind of works it's baby mama that's the word for it yeah yeah baby mama but it's uh predominantly white film so they're not going to call her that <laughs> <laughs> right so played by Sofia Vergara uh, of course beautiful fine beautiful. ass <laughs> now here's the thing you expect a guy like that like damn right he's never going to get back on his feet had creative differences got released from his job lost Sofia that's it <laughs> right no. but she suggests to him that maybe he uh, take matters into his own hands and become his own boss, which I'm a fan of. I'd like yeah. to. Yeah, that shit happens a lot. You know, a lot of people, you know, fall on hard times and they're like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to go independent, start freelancing. Yeah, I, I've definitely thought about it. But it's not that easy to uh, create a production company, especially like with all of the money that goes into making films and um, it's hard as fuck just to get a food truck off the ground, as <laughs> as we will soon find out. Which um, I've also thought of getting a food truck. No, oh, I haven't. If really. you did, what, what would you serve? What would be your your signature, you know, cuisine? Or naturally, and not to throw myself in a race category or anything like that, but 
doesn't the name Taco Torres just urge you to just head right over and buy Damn, some? That sounds like a Bang Bros kind of title. <laughs> Taco Torres, come head right over. <laughs> I remember in uh, Puerto Rico, there was a place called Harry's Tacos. Oh, and they had these delicious tacos. I think they were like, there's a, a singer. Uh, her name is Olga Tanyon. And... Uh, and I think it was like her or her husband or something like that. They owned this place called Harry's Tacos. And they had like like five locations, I think, around Puerto Rico or something like that. Damn. When I was a kid, mm, man, you couldn't get me to go to a Taco Bell. I'd be like, you want you want to take me where? No, nah, we're going to Harry's. have fucking dog food at Taco Bell. But I'm glad Harry's Tacos was, you know. And it's crazy. They probably had a similar start to, uh, you know, this this character we see in Chef. I, I doubt it because old Gatanyon has been famous for a long time. So is John Favreau. <laughs> but uh, but uh, but not not to digress. So he hooks up with uh, his baby mama on some career advice because you know she don't want to see her kids struggling and shit. Because somehow being as fucking fine as she is, and she remarried to uh, Robert Downey Jr. and all of his drugs. So you know he you know they've got money. But anyways, no, they were together before. Uh, John Favreau came into the picture, so they were that Robert Downey Jr. was the ex to to Sophia before uh, John Favreau that's came. Right. It's like which, you I, know what? I guess when you as fine as her, fuck it. You know, all your exes want to stay friends. Now here's the part that <laughs> get ready for it, America. This is the part that makes no sense, right? Now it's unbelievable enough that he was married to Sophia. He is now dating Scarlett Johansson. Like, that's this character's life. This is only because he <laughs> directed, produced, and wrote and starred in this film. Yeah. I'm telling you, this was a pure woman crush Wednesday yeah, but casting decision. I'm going to get a little explicit here. It seems like the only way he could truly make her come to fruition was with his meals. Because when he served her that food, she was... Uh, and I know that I'm sorry if you're listening with headphones, but <laughs> but those noises. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> those noises were pure, just ecstasy inside ecstasy. of her. Yeah, and uh, hell yeah, it's that you know what I'm saying. It's that, it's that daddy long stroke when you hit it just right, and you on the precipice, and she's on the cusp her damn self, and you with know. with food though. With yeah, food. yeah, you no, know, just purely food. Purely food. See, it's all about the mind. That's pimp shit. They'll tell you about it. But that's that's the crazy part, that he's able to do this and to the point that, you know, <laughs> you got one of the fucking Avengers. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's how good the food is. Now, so he goes on this, uh, he goes on this um, new venture and creates a, a food truck and serves sandwiches, Cubans and things of the like mm-hmm. and uh Latin inspired dishes. Right. Goes across the country and serves them and uh the way he gets his clientele is actually through his son, who is a social media master. This kid is using Twitter like he was born on it. Like he like his baby photo showed up on Twitter and he was already trending. Goes down in the deal. <laughs> he was just—he immediately just boom. There we go. Here's a thousand people who will take part in your Cuban sandwich fiesta, and 
he kills it. And uh, of course, because the sandwiches are good, people are coming back and uh, and getting them. Yeah, it's, it's it's good dope. You know what I'm saying? He got the product. He just needed a spokesperson, a salesman, somebody you know stand on the corner, wait for it. You know what I'm saying money in the sock. <laughs> and um, and that's what his son was. And so they have this cross country trip, and um, you know make a lot of pit stops along the way to start serving food. And he starts acquiring you know new palate and different dishes, getting inspired by local culture, and that's pretty cool. I, I got to tell you, you know. My girl wanted me to check out the movie, and I, I was I was like, "Fuck, this is gonna be lame." Because I'm the best one at picking out movies, and she's the worst. She just like sad shit, and I was like, "Fuck me, another sad film." All right, here we go. But I really enjoyed it. And I was like, "Wow, you know, I could I could let her do this more often." And then she chose the next one. And I yeah, said, "Nope." It, it's, it's a hit or miss kind of a game. But that's why I'm the one on Letterboxd. So you're probably wondering. So you know, what, what was some of your favorite parts? One of my favorite parts is if, if, you know, it's rare you see this in reality, but when you do, you know, it's a thousand hardworking camera phones out there is when somebody just goes berserk at their job, just loses and flips their shit. And we get to see a taste of that um, in, in his film. <laughs> yeah, there's this like new trend. Um, and uh, I hear a lot about this on uh, Malton on Movies, a podcast that I listen to that... Shout, shout out, out Malton. Shout out Malton. Shout, shout out, out Baron. Saw you at South by a homie. That's what's up. <laughs> but uh, there's this trend in movies where it's like you either have to figure out whether you're going you're gonna to use the phones and internet and all like the social media as a device to tell your story or whether you're just going to pretend like they don't exist. Like color ID is not a thing. And, <laughs> and um, I think here... I usually don't like it, and um, and a lot of other movie critics and stuff like that, they don't like it as well. It's kind of cliche, but I think they use it here really well. And yeah, I mean, so the only, because there's a food critic that's coming, and he's uh, checking out the local food at this restaurant and, and this is this is back at the beginning of the yeah film. and John Favreau this is this is where the creative differences kind of uh, came to a collide so he was forced to cook this prepared menu knowing that the critic was coming but he listened to Dustin Hoffman cause you know he's a fucking boss and the critic didn't like the food and he was like fuck you know I knew I should have made my own food and the critic tweeted about it so then John Favreau got on Twitter which old people don't do very well he <laughs> thought he was just messaging somebody Twitter's not for messaging, right? No. It's for fucking speaking to the masses. So it just went batshit crazy and one thing led to another and you know, I do you know how to make a fucking molten chocolate lava cake? Cuz uh I don't, but I could really use one right now. I think that would be <laughs> delicious. Right? I would love that with a little bit of ice cream on the side. Because yeah, the, the inside, molten. You know yeah. But I'm not super like, I, I don't go to a lot of fancy restaurants and stuff like that. So I'm not too sure how they work per se. Like uh, the fixed menus and it's like today's special. I usually like if somebody says like today's special is this and I'm at a somewhat fancy restaurant, I say that's what I'm going to get because it's special. Today's special is one 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 ply toilet paper. <laughs> Served with a side of salad. I don't know what restaurant that don't is. Don't worry, it's a special, damn it. That's, that, those are the restaurants in Austin. <laughs> Can you imagine what the craft table looked like at this film, like at this production? 
Because uh, it was fun. I mean, if they're preparing this shit, right, for the film, they had to have, like, some... It's an indie film, man. They were probably serving Go-Gurts. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> they got a real ass... They flew in a guy from France. Doesn't speak English, probably. He just makes the food for the set. Craft table is nothing but fucking cheese sticks. Goddamn pretzels and hot Cheetos. <laughs> Fucking cool like, picante kind of food and man. shit. God. You'll eat this and you'll like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bitch. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Um, but no, no. All right. So um, back back to the uh, yeah to the movie. So um, then, as while they're traveling the country and stuff, uh, or before they start traveling, uh, one of the sous chefs that uh, John Favreau had at the restaurant quits his job and goes to work for him and uh played by John Leguizamo and he brings a kind of flavor to um he brings a kind of flavor to the film and him and Sofia Vergara I guess cuz it's kind of it, it deals a lot with the uh latin feel and they you know they're serving cubans and stuff like that so there's a very latin feel to the movie which is kind of nice for me. Yeah, and, yep, uh, same here. Torres Maldonado. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the homie from Spawn, Ice Age, to Wong Fu, thanks for everything. Julie Newmar, The Pest, didn't do so well as those other ones. But, you the know, Pest over- was fantastic, by the way, based on the book, or I guess short story, The Most Dangerous Game, which is a great story. And. I think they did a decent job adapting it, although it's quite childish, but maybe it's because I was a kid when I first saw it. Yeah, same here. Oh, well, maybe we'll add that one to the wish list or not. So, yeah. Uh, John Leguizamo is one of his sous chefs and at the restaurant and uh, joins him on this grand escapade to have a dirty-ass food truck and make a killing. And so... My God! When he gets this truck from Robert Downey, who is his ex's ex, you know your ex's ex is never gonna give you anything nice, bro. <laughs> so I feel like Robert only kept this truck around to loan it out to broke motherfuckers as like a very condescending way of saying "fuck off," right? <laughs> but he does seem like a genuinely nice guy until he gets. Well, he even tells him though. He even says to him. Um, he says, "Oh, well, thank you so much for this truck." And Robert Downey says, "Well, hold on, wait till you see it." <laughs> so he Yo, gives him a warning. This raggedy piece of shit. <laughs> I I don't know how. Are they even? No, they weren't in California. That bitch would not have passed emissions. It, it wouldn't have passed emissions in Texas. They got some pretty loose laws. Um, but man, it's fucked. And then they they it's just so fucked. <laughs> like shit is just so ugly and dirty and like it's like oh my god they cooked food in here oh my god it's, yeah it's the definition of the roach coach yeah uh, we, <laughs> and which then, you'll hear if you live in LA and California yeah, 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 there's a lot of those yeah a lot of roach coaches yeah <laughs> just the chorizo so one thing that they do pretty well is while they're cleaning out this fucked up god awful thing he tells his son Who's like throwing shit out? Don't throw away the pans. And it yeah. becomes a very big deal. And he's like, it's dirty. And he's like, well, you clean it. We don't throw it away. 
And I think that was a very good writing and a good moment that they captured because that kind of harkens back a lot to like a lot of the hard work, right? We have to do just to like appreciate and attain just the little things that can build up something like a kitchen. Yeah. Right? We need every fucking pan. And what it is is like uh, it's a moment for it's a moment for the kid to have time with his dad but of course you know this time that he's having with his dad it's frustrating because all he's doing is working and like trying to basically get some free labor out of the kid and the kid is seeing it as an experience and time to spend with his dad and things like that and John is looking at it like well I need to get this done and here's some help and um so I think once the kid kind of steps up and says, oh, I'm not doing this and whatever, uh, he kind of he wants to teach him something as a father, but he also kind of realizes this is a kid. And, um, you know, they have the uh, first sip of beer together and they have their little father-son moment, which I really, I thought was a really good touch. And a lot of the movie is about is about this connection with uh, father and son and and creating these moments even when you're working and doing things that need to be done it's creating a bond um, an experience a, a sort of friendship and uh, it tra- yeah. it goes throughout the film yeah and it, it definitely develops but that was definitely a good pivot point uh, that they got to and because uh, I can recall similar moments with my father and, um, you know, contrary to y'all who might be listening to this thinking, oh, well, you know, Dom just came from money. You know, he's a fucking millionaire. Uh, not the case, actually. You know, maybe by the time you hear this, but, you know, probably probably still not the case. <laughs> um, but, you know, he was a custodian. And uh, years ago, I used to go to, like, you know, some of the sites with him and clean up because if I helped him clean, then we could get out faster and we would go, you know, go-karting and do some other fun shit um so i really enjoyed that time i got to spend with him as a son and he would also break me off a few dollars which was cool because as a kid you know you don't make a lot of money i gotta tell you to be honest with you kids don't make that much money especially black kids uh white <laughs> I kids actually used to do that a little bit with my mom yeah we she was for a little while she was like a custodian type yeah. deal and i used to help her there were no go-karts after me <laughs> <laughs> there were no go cards. Must be a Central Florida thing. <laughs> South Florida, I imagine. Just, like, <laughs> just gunshot wounds and misery, man. Um, but that's... So I really enjoyed seeing that because it, it reminded me a lot of, you know, the childhood shit that I would have to do. And sometimes I'd be like, Dad, I just don't want to do this. Like, can we just skip it? Right? And I'm okay with skipping shit. I'm still okay with that sometimes. But, you know, that's his job. And you couldn't just be like, well, we're not going to clean it today. Right? Yeah. Um, and as you guys know, we do... This is a spoiler-filled show. So basically at the end, <laughs> basically at the end, um, John Favreau says to the son, hey, you know, you got to you gotta, uh, go to school and do all this and that and camp or whatever. And, um, and the son wants to go with him and continue his journey and his experience with his father and whatever. And John says to him, no, you can't do that. You can't come. We don't you know you need to do your things and be a kid and study and everything like that and he sees this video that the kid made for him which is like uh uh one second of every city which i 
I think it was like more than one second of each city, <laughs> but it basically is like a second of every city they were in, and it was kind of like a mashup of all these cities and happy times and going to New Orleans and all of this stuff, and um, and it, it kind of touched him and uh, allowed him to be a little bit more open with his kid. After all of this, after all this experience, he was able to see it kind of in one uh, one fold. And I think a lot of people don't get the opportunity to kind of go back and see, oh, this is like, you know, I, we went through all of this, but this is the culmination of it. And they just kind of let the let all the moments drift away and it's, yeah. all of a sudden it's nothing. But, you know, at the end of the day, if you're able to look at it and see it as something that happened and something that existed and was uh, meaningful, I think that that's really good. And a lot of people don't get that opportunity in real life. But yeah, you're right. Even in our technical age, like when you're on the journey or you're like you're got your nose to the grindstone, it's hard to take time to go back and reflect on everything you've done to get to that point. Right, because if you out snapping pictures, you're probably not doing your fucking job, right? Yeah. So that's usually somebody else's job. But um, seeing that, we know it was definitely impactful for him, and um, you know, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. And again, I'm not like much. I don't do like food porns and shit like that. I'm not a fat motherfucker. <laughs> it's not yet. Hey, it's, no offense to the to fat people. No, out no, no, hell no, not up. like that. I'm just saying, you know, if you, if you can ask me to fucking improv on a mic, I'm gonna. <laughs> You know, but I'm just, I'm, I, anyways, uh, to be more politically correct, shout out Yelp Atlanta, right? But uh, mm-hmm. it was that kind of like foodie film, and I'm just not that kind of person. Like, I just don't masturbate to the Food Network. But if you do, you'll definitely love this, right? Get There's the There is some great, like, um, I like the Food Network, and I like Travel Channel. I used to watch Travel Channel Fucking all the love time. Travel Channel. But I can't afford to go those places. Right. <laughs> Me either. I used to watch Great Hotels with Samantha Brown. I liked. Shout out Samantha Brown. Shout, shout outs out to everybody. Anthony Bourdain. Hey, shout out to everybody ever. What's up? What's up? What's up? But um, no, no. But for real, I like. Uh, there's some really good looking food in here, and they film it really well. Uh, I don't know who the DP of this film is, but they did a really good job, just like getting that like real commercial food. Capturing like, that, uh, like the kid, uh, what do you call yeah. it, culinary kitchen life and, and things that like that. That Olive Garden look, Kramer, <laughs> Kramer Morgenthau, Morgenthau. I don't, I don't know how you say it, but Kramer. Shout outs to Kramer. Hey, Kramer Morgenthau. <laughs> what up? Was there anything else you wanted? Uh, um, I thought the ending. Spoiler alert! Pretty dope. Um, he ends up getting his own restaurant, right? Mm, Just doing true. shit his way. Invites that same asshole critic back out. No, no, it, he it, he funded. Yeah, the my bad. He invested in that motherfucker. I'm getting the facts mixed up because, like, you know, when you see it, it's like, oh, so fucking like heart wrenching and tear jerking. Yeah. It all worked out for him. You feel so happy because, like, he got to smash Sophia, Scarlett Johansson, got the kid, got a free video, and got all kinds I don't of work. Think he ever smashed Scarlett Johansson. I'm, okay, maybe he did. Maybe he did. And then, you ain't gonna feed her food like that wearing no pants and not fucking. You know what I'm saying? Job or no job. True. I'm stamping True. that time card. I'd risk my job for that. 
sure many a men have. Okay, well, but my job ain't my job ain't like his job. But I would, I would immediately, I would risk my job for like. I'll get I'm fired from a. I'll get fired from a restaurant for it. I'm not even gonna say what I risk my job for. <laughs> It'd be too explicit. Man. We'll save that for the next episode. But hey, thanks for tuning in. This is in reality. Uh, yeah. Go check out Chef. Great family film. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I I would recommend it. I think it's pretty good. Um, uh, shout outs, John Leguizamo. You want to hit me up uh, and work on something? Let me know. Uh, Puerto Ricans for life. Boricua. Boricua. Moreno, baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Hey. Um, love nothing like the holidays. What's up? But um, yeah. So uh, I am Omar Torres. I'm Don Maldonado. And Dom, where can they? They catch can you? find me letterbox.com slash Southern Scholar. And you've got all your Twitter and all that stuff. I do. It's all right? that stuff. Yeah, it's all on my letterbox, man. Just, just hit me up. Cool, cool. And you guys can find me at letterbox.com slash the O Man. Mm-hmm.